0: Welcome to the LugNuts Podcast. It's What the Bible Says.
1: Hello, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever. Whatever time it is, wherever you are. Um, welcome to What the Bible Says, episode 23 I'm joined by Kenny to my left.
0: Hello,
2: hello.
1: Aiden to my right. What's up? Steve to my front right.
2: My front right?
3: right. Yes. It's like you're plugging speakers into a computer. <laughs> right,
1: whatever. Yes. <laughs>
2: and then to the front left is Nick. Hello, Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello. All right. Well, um, today's uh, topic is um, entitled Two Years Later. And uh, it wasn't, I mean, we could have done this a couple of weeks ago, but I think it's still very applicable. And that is two years ago, first week of April, basically the entire world shut down because of COVID 19. So uh, let's start off first about uh, what were you guys doing two years ago in the month of April? How did COVID, well, we don't, we don't, nothing deep theological here, just, just you know, just some, what, what was going on in your world? As far as two years ago, I was a senior in high school. Okay, and what happened to high school?
3: Well, it went away. (laughs) 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 It was gone, gone, big gone. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, What I think it was supposed to be two weeks to flatten the curve, and then right, and then yeah, I was out for
2: the rest of the year. Okay, so So hold that thought because that's a good thought to say. How did you feel about (coughs) school just being shut Mm -hmm. out? All right, Kenny, where were you two years ago?
0: I was working at the South Bend Lowe's.
2: South Bend Lowe's. All right. And so what happened there as far as? uh, Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Other than
0: uh, wearing masks.
2: Mm -hmm. That's something. Nothing really
0: (coughs) changed at all. Okay. I was busy working.
2: Busy working. So it never really slowed down for you as far as? uh, Nope. Okay. Joe, how about you? Where were you? What was going on in your world two years ago? I was working as well. So, nothing really really affected you guys as far as your work is concerned?
1: We slowed down for like two weeks and then picked right back up.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, how about you? What was going on in your world two years ago? I believe
3: I was working and we never shut down and nothing really changed. Like,
2: we. It was pretty much just life as usual. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. So, you guys basically. This is kind of a bust <laughs> topic here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. I lived a normal life. Thanks, thanks a lot. You know, <laughs> I, I was like same, some of you guys like you know built bomb shelters and hid yourself down. And all right, well, all right. So, um, all right. Well, I we was going? I was working
3: the night of pa- the pandemic when it was officially declared a pandemic, mm-hmm. and Martins in Plymouth did more sales that night than they ever had done in like. He, even including christmas cuz usually christmas is like a huge but we did more sales and there were only 3 of us working okay so oh, yeah it was crazy. the only thing that i really remember changing was that church stopped meeting in person we were yes. starting to do live streams
2: did live streams for 10 weeks and then we came in back um the 1st of june hmm. actually and uh, kept on kept on me so what was it like not being able to finish school or go through what happened as far as school was concerned. You go, that was a bummer. That was, <laughs> that was all right with me. So I really didn't care. Didn't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had always, like, because I was, I was dreading graduating
3: because of finals. That's just how it is. And like, I didn't want to go through my last finals. And I just kept like saying like, oh man, I just wish school would just like be done for some reason. Like, I don't know why. And then all of a sudden we just w- got out and I was like, oh my gosh, my prayer was answered. <laughs> so you're you're the, <laughs> You were why this happened. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then I was thanks, like, Nick. I was like, it. I was like, oh my gosh. And then I was out. And then, and then I just had terrible school experiences ever since then. Every every time I go to school, just not. Well, that's not true. When I, the first year I went to IUSB and it was all online. Right. And then the next semester was all online. I had like one class in person. I don't do well with online school. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't. I need that like in person um, connection, I guess. And the the online just wasn't for me, but. Yeah, so it was it was weird to not finish high school, but we are the only we're the only graduating class from LaVille to have a parade through I noticed. Yeah.
2: yeah. Lakeville and La Paz. So yeah. I mean I'll take it, but all right. So we have um d- identified that we thought the pandemic started in Wuhan. <laughs> but it was really Nick's prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that did it, you know. And yeah, so I, I should I should switch topics today about how God answers prayer. <laughs> how I should <laughs> the power of prayer. I'm not saying it happened. I just <laughs> I went looking back on it. I
3: was kind of like I was kind of like, oh man, I kind of was wanting school to be out, and then uh, it was out. Yeah. Right. It, so it be was careful out. what you pray for, huh? <laughs> all right. So God will answer your prayer. Well, let's but. take a look at
2: First uh, Peter chapter five verse six. It's our text for this day. And uh, who would like to read 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6?
3: <coughs> Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you at the proper time.
2: Okay, so I just wrote down this and and, and here's kind of where I want to go with this uh, discussion is have we acknowledged God's mighty and merciful hand? Mm. Have mm. we? And and I and I guess that's where I want to go from the whole COVID experience, or what are some lessons, what are some things that we learned about ourselves, about our relationships, about church, work, whatever, that we found out that maybe we were not as in control as we thought we were. Okay, so let's have a little audience participation time here. What are some things that happened that you said or thought or happened to you and don't overthink it they're pretty like obvious <laughs>
3: i'll i'll go i guess sure. i think the biggest thing that i noticed was how much the world needs the church okay in times of need in mm-hmm. times of like desperate like oh my gosh there's a whole pandemic going on like where, where it's crazy and i think that it's one of those things where like you I and mean, you guys are like live streams and stuff and that's what my old church did There's still a need to have that daily teaching, that uh, not daily, the weekly teaching Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I think it, the pandemic revealed a need for the church that I think the church didn't think was there.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. What else? Anything else? What were some things that were revealed or showed us that we're probably not as much in control? That's why I liked the first Peter. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's almighty hand. How did God humble? the world for the last two years. Joe, what do you got? You got something there?
1: Well, mine was going to be a bit more personal to Go me. Go right ahead. Um, but for me, when all this started happening, like I had just started getting integrated in the church and just starting to get to know people. And so I thought, well, no, like this isn't going to help that and I'm, I'm going to lose these relationships or just going to be stuck at home. And that ended up actually being probably the best thing for my friendships within the church because we actually got together and did stuff outside of the church, but I had been sitting there kind of angry, not necessarily directing my anger towards God, but in a way it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he kind of made me realize I was a little bit off there <laughs> 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 a, little
2: bit. A, a little bit. So relationships. So the value of relationships. Yes. Cause don't we just take that for granted mm-hmm. because in, in the pandemic, this goes away this goes Mm -hmm. away as far as you know us sitting in a room like this just breathing all over (laughs) each other as far as that okay and so uh, um, yeah so I would say you know obviously the church and how um, you know the impact that we're probably having or could have even more as far as that's concerned relationships um, I just put down any and Joe, you, just how you kind of talked about th- just the disruption of relationships. You had masks, you had vaccines, you had social distancing, you had all those things that that go on that really were disrupting our daily routine as far as just being together, and getting used to that. Okay, what else? How about this? Oh, Kenny go ahead. you just getting ready to step up to the plate here? I kind of
0: get a. Build off of what Josiah said okay. uh, via relationships, but like family time really matters. Okay. Mm. We can't take families for granted. Mm-hmm. Like our schedules <clears throat> don't matter. Just be with your family. Mm-hmm. And that was basically what COVID was it's just a family vacation, if you would, mm-hmm. but at home. So you can spend as much time with your family as you. Possibly could, and mm-hmm. it was. For some people, it was you know, probably hectic for the first couple of days because you weren't used to hanging out with your family at all. You're right? Like, Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> and then it was like, you know, we went back to normal, and it's like, oh, well,
2: we can't hang
0: out anymore. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I put down. I guess I put down lesses more, and by less I meant we had less activity less responsibilities. And actually, uh, after about a week, uh, I heard people say, not that I'm glad for the pandemic, but it has just slowed everything down. And and we're just talking, we're hanging out. And for whatever reason, we wanted to get back to normal. And now we're back to normal. And that's as I hear people in after church trying to just talk and get, you know, schedules and things like that. And I think that we recognize the value of relationships and that less is more. And, and I know we're just going right back to the rat race. I heard somebody say this once. Even though you win the rat race, guess what? You're still a rat.
1: It's <laughs> 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 a good point. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Even though yeah. you win the rat yeah. race, you're still a rat. And so why do we want to get back to the rat race? know, well, and, and at some point in time, and I'm, po- I'm you know, pointing a finger at me here as well, we need to just slow down and say, "Man, are my priorities all all whacked?" So, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I just had this: uh, just not take uh, cr- uh, creature comforts for granted. I, I had a guy who, you know, we um, in a rural community, food, electricity, water, a little more available. But think about people who are in downtown Manhattan on the fortieth floor of you know some high rise, and what happens if there's no groceries? And, and, and this guy talked about in this article I read that he was literally, you know, thinking about food shortages, what happens. Um, again, you know, we run down a max market and go that, or I got a garden, go out and pick, you know, stuff like that. And so just um, just taking for granted creature comforts, electricity, groceries, automobiles, things like that. Something else. I had a couple more here. How about how fragile our bodies are? Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Talk to me about that one. Oh, boy. Who got got COVID? Everybody here get COVID? Yep. Okay. All right. So have a bad, have it all right, not a problem, whatever. I lost my
3: sense of uh, taste Mm -hmm. and not my smell as much. I mean, it kind of went away, but it it wasn't huge. But um, honestly, it was just a cold. For me, I I know it's a lot worse for the people with other underlying conditions. Sure. For me, it was just a cold, okay. with you know the loss of taste, which was very strange. Right, not being able to taste anything, but,
2: mm-hmm. but yeah. Okay.
0: Anybody else? I had a cough and a headache because I was coughing so much. Yeah. And then two days later, I was fine. Yeah. Yeah,
2: I was. I I didn't have it for twenty four hours. I had about eighteen hours, and it was just kind of like I was I had a fever for a little bit, and then I was, and I was over it. But I guess the point I want to make here is, it just reminds me, just my health. Mm. Just take for granted my health and, and being able to get up and go from point A to point B. Uh, because of what I do for a living, I see a lot of death. I see a lot of sickness. I see a lot of people who are struggling um, in lots of different ways. And so um, I think COVID maybe humbled me a little bit just to be mindful of the fact that um, I was able to get up this morning, go brush my teeth, come to come to church. So. Um, and then I guess one more was just I have far less control than I think,
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, you guys
2: interact with that one a little bit. I have far less control than what I think I do
3: i uh <coughs> i oh well, no, Joe, go ahead, I always start off
1: okay yeah i this was a big thing for twenty twenty <sighs> for me and into twenty twenty one was learning that I have zero control over anything. Right. Because I'm a bit of a control freak. I like things to be a certain way. And I started realizing I have zero control because the country kind of went into chaos mm-hmm. there. You know, you had all the political stuff going on. You had the pandemic. You know, it, it was crazy. And by the end of it, God kind of showed me, like, no, you have no control here. Mm-hmm and I had to learn to deal with it and be okay with it.
2: So when you don't have control, kind of like a flow chart, there's really two options. What, what are, what's one of the options? If you don't have control, once you recognize that, I, I am out of control, I don't have control of this situation, what's one of two ways you can go?
3: You either go to God.
2: You either go to God and trust him or? You fight it. Yeah, you fight it, you look at circumstances, and that's where worry, anxiety, fear whatever it is. And and so again, even though I'm saying, I'm not saying I'm glad for COVID, but I guess that's the whole point of, of First Peter is that humble yourselves before, under, or hundred, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand. And let's not just let the pandemic go by and just say, well, yeah, we endured it. That was really a lot of just discomfort, a lot of times of chaos and confusion, but saying also, uh, what did we learn from that? And so that was just kind of my, my final little thought. What changes am I going to make because of COVID-19? And, and not for you guys to answer that right now, or just for our listeners just to think about, and you know that's why I brought up this topic. Did God humble me? In what ways am I going to be a different person? And uh, if so, what does that look like? Questions or comments? Any final thoughts on that? No. It's crazy
3: to think it's been two years ago. Yeah,
2: yeah It does too. So, all right. Well, hey, thanks for listening to uh, the podcast today. Um, For which way do I want to go today? We'll go to Aiden, Joe, (laughs) Kenny, Nick. As always, don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Talk to you later.
3: Hey, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode today. if you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts.
1: Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group.
0: Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.